0: Oh, can I get a cheers? That's right. It's Ty and Eric, your boys recording live in person. It's a beautiful sunny day here in Vancouver. Perfect day for backyard barbecues, gender reveal parties, (laughs) podcast recordings, and sipping buds with the boys.
1: Mm -hmm, That's right. Um, We just actually came from a sandwich reveal party where we both unwrapped two footlongs um however we were there during the creation or Mm -hmm. i guess you could say the conception of them as well
0: yeah it's pretty cool to watch it both go from contraception to birth (laughs) carried to term exactly (laughs) thank you to the artist for being for i guess they were the one carrying the sandwich to term for Mm -hmm. us we really are the dads of the sandwich relationship hey and i didn't walk out on my 12 inches yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, proud dad yeah you're not the step
1: patron you're the patron that stepped up That's true. Wow. Wow. Beautiful. Um, Um, This is the second episode in a row where I've come directly from a sandwich to a booth. Wow, you're (laughs) right. And I I don't like it, Ty. I I guess, you know, I just live in an area where sandwiches are the only lunch option, specifically Subway sandwiches. So pray for me, honestly.
0: Dude, I am praying for you. Uh, I'm worried that you're developing a nasty habit you're gonna oh, have what's a, nasty all right yeah that white uh the the new white moza jiggly chunks that they put the jiggly lumps that they put in your sandwich the uh mozza? the mozza oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> the real real cheese that's gonna be your, your tummy after a few more sessions if you keep this up mm-hmm. yeah i'm kind of like the Fogle
1: of cheeses i like my cheesy hunk.
0: <laughs> you don't want those aged cheddar, to no. For you, I don't want that
1: aged cheddar. The Applewood bullshit, dude. You want <laughs> that nice, supple, jiggly white ball <laughs> Exactly, Ty. You get me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like in Italy when you know you're having a little bratata before your meal. There you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Ah. You had me at tata. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's um, got tata issues. <laughs> Speaking of, and I'm talking about bratata. Bratata. Speaking of tatas and gender reveals, Eric, I learned something recently from my father—a oh. rare insight into life of Thai. Mm. Um, he said that if I was born a woman, my name <laughs> would have been Pudding. Oh my God! Yeah, what do you think of that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like as a like nickname or like a like a legal name, like on your passport it says Pudding.
0: Uh, much like a sandwich artist, my father is a man of very few words, and I was not able to glean any more information. Oh wow! That's I know. Really
1: cryptic and scary.
0: Mm-hmm. So I must ask, uh, Eric, if you were a girly, what would your name be? What would your the parents have named you?
1: Hmm. I've actually asked my parents this, mm-hmm. and my name would be not nearly as funny as yours. I'm not going to reveal it to the audience. I don't. I think it's a little bit too personal. <laughs> Mm.
0: but the word pudding is funny enough oh, no. for the episode in my opinion. I thought I'd actually get a even more feminine name because <laughs> I sometimes I think I have ovaries in my testicles because I'm so <laughs> good at girl talk. Wow. I know that these guys forty nine percent gay <laughs> Define, just, dude, just minority. Uh, I'm a <laughs> no, the, the all the memes tell me that I should be dressing 60% gay, 20% homeless, 20% meth addict. <laughs> so, and I think that I should carry forward with your just general disposition. Yeah. Well,
1: in Vancouver, homeless and meth addict are one and the same. They're overlapping.
0: Um, yeah, definitely. For sure. I don't, <laughs> like, yeah, I guess that um, uh, differential <laughs> kind of implies that there's a slightly different aesthetic to the drug users and then the just generally home unhoused. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh not here ty i mean fuck we all know we i came from chinatown mm-hmm. real gutter shit mm-hmm. and um we both know that the drug addicts are the unhoused and the unhoused are the drug addicts mm-hmm. they're literally the same they're, thing yeah two um, venn diag- one circle of a venn diagram yeah there's probably a brief window of time where you're unhoused and not a drug addict mm-hmm. and probably
0: vice versa mm-hmm. it's um, when you're taking the bus from surrey to the downtown east side little vancouver lore for you exactly
1: it's the same as when you're like ordering a sandwich there's only a brief window where your sandwich is not toasted (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. it's really interesting (laughs) all Um, all sandwiches
1: begin untoasted
0: it's crazy (laughs) every sandwich starts raw (laughs) huh so that's like the second entry. i like to think of that as entering the second trimester is post toast (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, you can't abort after the sandwich has been toasted you can't walk out on that that is now your sandwich your child yeah,
1: exactly. Once you're halfway into the game, all bets are off. you got to continue with that. Mm-hmm. got to raise that sandwich as your own, Ty.
0: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Poor as <his> Budweiser. They <laughs> grow up so fast. Uh, I really like this um, analogy, though, this metaphor for your sandwich being your baby. Because sometimes when I get a foot long, Eric, I like to hold it like I'm cradling a newborn. It just rests between my arms as I sway them back and forth.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. I like to, um, yeah, cradle it all the way from the cash register mm-hmm. to my home. Um, now that I live so close to a subway, I find myself driving to it. Obviously, I'm in this in this like suburban utopia where I need to cross like six highways to get to a subway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll, I'll drive there and I find myself like never eating it in the restaurant. I'm always like ripping home. Like mm-hmm. speeding speeding home with my meatballer riding shotgun.
0: Yeah, dude. I um, always
1: sub. Just like counting down the minutes because we all know four minutes later, that meatball is puncturing a hole through the herbs and cheese and mm-hmm. it's going to end up in my
0: lap. Yeah, dude. TikTok on the salami, it's going to go bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it's going to go bad quickly, partially because the meat itself isn't refrigerated at Subway. Like those buckets are just open air. Like they are, it, they are sitting in the same air that the patrons around you are breathing. Like there's no ceiling happening, and I think that's kind of crazy. Because like, if you think about the type of people that were in line with us today, there was mm. two men in reflective vests, <laughs> a man who was more jiggly than the mozzarella, oh, wow, and uh, a, like a finance type bro wearing New Balances.
1: Oh I don't yeah, know if you caught him in the corner. I did catch him. He had it. the full J Crew fit on. I even said to Ty, like when we pulled up. I was surprised that there wasn't a service vehicle in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say service, I mean, uh, you know, going above and beyond the call.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, shortly after we walked in, I think immediately after us, a uh, reflective vest came in. So yeah. all uh, normalcy was restored.
0: Yeah. It feels good to be amongst my blue collar uh, friends. <laughs> so... Yeah, it was a pretty good sandwich. Eric, uh, what would you get a chicken rancher? Is that what it's called? <laughs> chicken ranch water? <laughs> yeah,
1: well, after the ranch water episode, Ty, you got me feeling pretty inspired yeah, to yeah. revisit. Um, it used to be the most premium sandwich on the menu.
0: I remember the days. The back when they had the ranch.
1: signature menu. Yeah, back when it was like signature and Broco, mm-hmm. um, the top of the line, the you know S-class Maybach of sandwiches was mm-hmm. the chicken bacon ranch and that was only like ten dollars back in the day but um i think it was because you get multiple kinds of animal on it it's probably the reason
0: Mm -hmm. Um, yeah there's probably a price to animal like calculation here that i'm not doing but it was top shelf it was the num. it was the very first item mm -hmm. on the signature menu which means they wanted you to read that one the most which actually probably means they had the highest profit margin on it which actually probably means it was not the most signature it was probably the worst bang for your buck just a little bit of reverse psychology. <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah, you're probably. Dan, right dude, on you that. fell
0: for a, a subway trick. Well, so think
1: subway tricked you. Do I do I fall for subway? Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> but it's not because head of over that. heels,
0: baby. Yeah, it's not because of that.
1: It's uh, it's I just go for what I want, and what I want is usually the Italian offering. This time it wasn't because. Simply because of that ranch comment yesterday, or not yesterday, but last episode, um, I decided to go for the chicken bacon ranch, and then unbeknownst to me, they started layering on the cheese double time. Mm.
0: Yeah, they did. They put twice as much cheese on you, and then I noticed they had done the same with my own sandwich, and that's when Eric and I realized that on the new Eat Fresh Refresh menu, (laughs) they put little Doritos representing a slice of cheese next to each sandwich, Mm -hmm. Um, And both of ours had two Dorito.
1: Mm -hmm. They had two stacks of Doritos. So that means double cheese. And I got to say, that shit was really fucking cheesy. I've never really noticed double cheese happening ever in my sandwiches until today.
0: It's a lot of cheese.
1: Yeah, dude. Um, So that was my sandwich. What did you get, Ty?
0: Yeah, so there's in the new Signature series, which I'm really, uh, I guess like, sensitive to. I'm, I'm a little bit wary of the Signature Series sandwich set, Eric, because there's only one vegetarian option on it, and that's the Green Goddess. And the Green Goddess is the exact same thing as the Veggie Delight, <laughs> which has historically been the cheapest sandwich on the menu because it doesn't have any anything in it. Literally <laughs> all the free ingredients. <laughs> You're paying like cover yeah. only. <laughs> so they've rebranded the Veggie Delight as the Green Goddess, and then now they're charging a premium for it. Like, they've literally, like, almost doubled the price of this thing. Mm -hmm. And all they've done differently is they've added the smashed avocado, the guac.
1: (laughs) The guacamole. Yeah.
0: So I went for it today. I said, fine, I will fall for your marketing scheme. Mm -hmm. And I got the green goddess with that smashed avocado. (laughs) (laughs) Be honest.
1: Did you feel like a goddess taking down those 12 inches? Or did you think, like, this sandwich isn't royal enough to be called the green goddess?
0: Dude, I wanted to bring out the pudding in me, the divine feminine (laughs) energy. Divine pudding in the sandwich? Yeah, but that shit was mushier (laughs) than pudding. Like It was not a sandwich for a king or queen. It was rather a sandwich for a toothless grandparent (laughs) because it was mushy. Oh no! Yeah, dude, I, that's the first time I've ever ordered avocado at Subway because you have to pay a premium for it—an extra tax—and mm-hmm. um, also because it supports the cartels. Uh, so oh, I, well. <laughs> I, the avocado cartels. Oh,
1: I think I meant the Tex-Mex bread. Mm.
0: <laughs> so I never get the smashed avocado, but today I got the smashed avocado because I wanted to experience the Green Goddess to its fullest. Mm-hmm. Really not here for it. It it was a also it was a special day because it's the first time ever that the avocado at Subway actually looked green. Mm-hmm. Usually it's a brown tint. It kind of looks like Travis Scott's G wagon, <laughs> 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 but mm-hmm. uh, not this time. This time it was a nice bright green. Mm-hmm. It looks like Shrek's ass. Nice. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: but honestly, didn't really add to the sandwich whatsoever. It just made the sandwich really goopy.
1: Gooby yeah. gooby goo, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I would ever get that guac. I'm I'm scared of all wet ingredients at Subway. To be honest, like for some reason, all of the wet ingredients at Subway just make me feel like there's something that could go wrong with it. It's almost like it catches more like dust or shit in the air. Well, you know what I mean?
0: Are you talking like sauces, or are you talking like wet? Like, wet solids. Like, wet wets <laughs> are probably fair game, right? They're above board. But wet you're getting wets. into wet solids. That's that's iffy.
1: Mm-hmm. Wet wets are in a container that mm-hmm. is closed. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the wet solids are in an open-air environment but are, like, swimming in a metal bucket. Mm-hmm. Um, that includes the marinara sauce, the guacamole. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, honestly, the seafood. <laughs> when, when the tomatoes start to go. Yeah, dude. Even the tuna, yeah. Start Anything that, that can, category. like...
1: Anything that can harden around its edges. If there's like a foam rim around <laughs> something that you're adding to your sandwich, then I don't want it.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. I hate when they pick the c- cucumber that like was touching the foam rim. <laughs> like, no, I don't want no cucumber mold. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like it's kind of like, you know, last episode when we talked about that ranch water mm-hmm. from the top of the ranch bottle. It's like you got to give it a little shake. You got to like you gotta gotta mix hit it, it with the spoon a little bit and then start scooping mm-hmm, onto my foot mm-hmm. Yeah, I
0: don't want any like... <laughs> Uh, cursed yogurt coming in with my tomato but <laughs> I, I get where you're coming from Eric and I think this is a very human instinct because all life formed from like, <laughs> like liquid kind of living in solids you know like think, no, I'm, I'm not talking about uh, the birth of a human or a sandwich but I'm talking about oh, uh, the origin of our species and like little tiny fishies like becoming alive in swamps around earth millions of years ago mm-hmm. and i think like the tomato bucket the cucumber bucket the tuna bucket these are environments that are petri dishes if you petri will. dishes yeah petri, petri buckets <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck well i mean i think
1: like whenever i eat blue cheese i feel this like really um primal like gross feeling you mm-hmm. know what i mean it's like whenever i see mold I just like it like strikes like a triggering like feeling deep within me that like i might die if i eat this but i I need to like overwrite that whatever every time i eat blue cheese right Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. because
1: i love blue cheese and it's safe to eat and so like i gotta get over the visual of it but whenever something like mildly unsafe is seen at subway Mm -hmm. i immediately like shut down and my (laughs) my appetite just like vanishes
0: you can't get over the mental barrier
1: no and i'll be honest ty i saw a little tiny blob of brown avocado make it into your sandwich oh no and i didn't want to say anything because i knew that would have the same effect on you
0: (laughs) oh shit i wish you warned me dude like i might not see morning if god wills it i will live another day
1: (laughs) exactly but honestly it's probably fine it's just like you know that part of the avo was
0: avo was (laughs) was avo. <laughs> exposed to oxygen longer mm. than the other parts. We hope that's all it was. We hope that's all it was. Uh. I mean, <laughs> avocado's so good when you don't got a co-host in your ear telling you it's nasty.
1: Yeah, dude. Honestly, the, the fact it's a little bit nasty might be a turn-on for some.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. You got that brown avo kink. Avo mm-hmm.
1: kinko. Yeah. Do you think when Tyga comes in to order a footlong, he says, make it nasty?
0: Oh, yeah, dude. He, <laughs> he's avo kinky 100%. <laughs> oh, boy. Aye, aye, ay. Uh Yeah, so... Avocado was the bad call. The avocado, Eric, was also really, really salty, and I don't know why. Like, it should only be avocado, right? They wouldn't inject sodium in that, would they? Are they crazy enough to do that? Is that a preservation mechanism to keep it green? Took the
1: words right out of my (sighs) mouth, Kai. Now that I think about it, they probably did add a pinch of salt, Mm -hmm. and, you know, they might have gone overboard with it, as they typically do at Subway. Mm -hmm. So you might have just gotten the avocado preserves.
0: Yeah. I I always heard the rumor has it that if you leave the pit in the guac, that keeps it green. Mm. And it's, I don't know what the pit does. I don't really understand the role of the pit in the preservation of the guac. It's the heart of the avocado. Mm. It really is. That's true. You can take the pit out of the (laughs) avocado, but you can't take the avocado out of the pit. (laughs) Um, And the pit being the bucket in this case. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I, Maybe that if they had that, they wouldn't have those little brown bits. Maybe if they had that, they wouldn't need all that salt. But, yeah, I really wasn't vibing it. The only thing I like about the smashed avocado is that they scoop it with an ice cream scoop. It's one of the rare moments on the subway line where the artist uh, no longer relies on their gloved-up fingers to arrange (laughs) the food on your sandwich. You get that. There's the marinara scoop. There's the avocado ice cream scoop. And then there's the tuna ice cream scoop, and everything else is handheld. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of fun. It adds a little bit of a performative aspect to the sandwich creation.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I had this thought today, man. Like
1: their hands are all over the subway line, right? They're touching meat, (laughs) they're touching cheese, they're Mm -hmm. touching veggies, they're touching the sauce bottle. Mm -hmm. It it can't be sanitary. (laughs) Like in real life, they should have like a fucking new set
0: of gloves for every section of the sandwich creation process. That's true. That's true. Well, you see like the novel coronavirus brought about all of these desanitization UV ray machines. You see those oh. where you like put your hand on it or your phone mm. and immediately scrubs of it, uh, scrubs it of any germs. Oh yeah.
1: Those were awesome during COVID when you could buy those like UV fucking
0: <laughs>
1: like fucking alien technology that like mm-hmm. scans your phone. Mm -hmm. And like people would bring them to dinner and like do it in front of you. It's like, what are you fucking doing? Dude, it's
0: crazy. I mean, if if it could take the scent of the Subway House sauce off my fingers after a meal, (laughs) I would be interested in investing. They didn't write that on the box, though. Mm -hmm. It's not on their product details page. Probably
1: give you a nice hand tan after it's.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah dude, you're gonna get finger cancer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude, if anything would cause cancer, it's the guac at Subway or the fucking UV machine to clean your iPhone 13.
0: Holy oh, shit! <laughs> I'm not really sure which one's more deadly. I think I'd rather just catch COVID at that point. One hundred percent. Take on the guac again.
1: One hundred percent. But one special, um you know, honorary mention, I guess, in the sandwich process tie was the fried onions.
0: Oh yeah. We dude.
1: both hit a little bit of that fried onion and we realized that it kind of like solves the same problem statement that the lack of chips had. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, it's like not having chips in your sandwich meant you were probably missing out on some glorious crunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the fried onion, you're getting a little bit of that and you don't have to look like a fucking loser handing a bag of sun chips to your uh, sandwich artist. Dude,
0: it's such a game changing, changing texture to add in those fried onions. Like, I only made it 11 out of 12 inches through my sandwich before it was only mush. Yeah, you tapped like out a little early. <laughs> I don't normally tap out, but that shit was baby food by the end of it. That guac really ran a number. And, but if it wasn't for the fried onions, which added that much needed crunch, I don't think I would have made it 9 inches in.
1: Like it <laughs> saved
0: the sandwich. Yeah. Well, you went from 11 inches to 9 inches. How much of the sandwich did you actually eat? I think I probably got through a solid 11 out of 12 inches. Okay. I'd say it's That's 85%. Not it's not bad. Um, but the other thing I like about the fried onions, Eric, is they're in like the little like – there's kind of like the regular buckets at Subway of vegetables, and then there's like the fringe veggies, and they get their own little controversial little mini buckets on the side, almost like they've been quarantined <laughs> from from the pack. Um, yeah, why is that? I don't really oh, know. Oh, why, why do the uh, fucking
1: – it's the banana peppers? Yeah and black olives no black olives have a
0: main bucket. Do they get a main bay bucket (laughs) uh jalapenos jalapenos that's right is it is it because they're spicy maybe fried onions aren't spicy though i guess like not only are spicy but they're a little wet so (laughs) you don't want spicy drippage landing on the tomato for someone who is a bit more faint of flavor (laughs) (laughs) yeah fof fof
1: um that's a great point my father-in-law actually is like deathly afraid of all spice. Mm-hmm. Like literally if something has like salt and pepper on it, he will like turn beet red and have like a, almost like an allergic reaction to it.
0: Wow. I feel bad for him.
1: Yeah. So like when I first met him, I would like, we would like order a bunch of like food or whatever and share stuff. And he would ask me, I was like, oh, is that, is that squid over there spicy? Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm like, oh, definitely not. It's like, totally, it's like seasoned well, but it's mm-hmm. not spicy at all. Maybe a little paprika, you know? Mm-hmm. and
0: Paprika for poppy.
1: Exactly. And then he goes in, huge bite of the squid, and he's just like, <laughs> he drank like five glasses of water after oh, wow. that. Wow. And I was like, wow, I had no idea it was that serious. So I guess there's other patrons out there that if they had a little bit of juice, juice, <laughs> <laughs> juice. <laughs> a little bit of jus from the, you know, banana peppers leaked onto the lettuce, mm-hmm. they could actually... Um pass out on the subway and then that's a liability.
0: Or worse, it could radicalize them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Definitely I, radicalize
1: their taste buds. Yeah, dude. For sure.
0: I i get that. I have an in-law like that too, real meat and potatoes type. And <laughs> um I don't know. Spices are just like a new age concept, I guess. It's so sad though. They'll, they'll never like whenever I go to Subway, it's all about maximalism. It's all about like how oh, can yeah. I like take my taste buds and put them on a roller coaster <laughs> yeah yeah so. how
1: can i run a train on my tongue
0: yeah exactly um
1: but ever since you know we dragged our sandwiches through the garden mm-hmm. we've been doing that every single time
0: yeah, and dude, the works
1: honestly it's just like better for everybody i don't mm. need to fucking say the name of every vegetable and also my sandwich artist doesn't have to ask and
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's just
1: like a you know mutually beneficial relationship when I just say run that bitch through
0: the garden yeah I'm fine with it I've come to terms that I'm not going to get as much bang for my buck with the veggies but if it means I don't have to talk or look at my sandwich artist or even focus on the whole affair yeah I'm pretty happy with that exactly. I did have to make the special request though for the crispy onions because yeah. for some reason they don't can if you ask for the works they're not going for to the fringe buckets they, yeah. they still double check with those. So, and, and with the crispy onions in particular, Eric, I know those are a new addition to the menu and they're <laughs> only available on some sandwiches. So it kind of feels like you're like hitting a lick when you get those because you're like, I don't know if this is even allowed. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. I wish they always had like one like uh, bucket that's only available if you ask for it. You know, mm. the exclusive the garlic oil. The garlic oil of, of veggies. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't hit that in a long time either. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. Damn.
1: Well, I actually feel like I redeemed myself today after that sandwich. <laughs> On Tuesday's episode, Ty, I was I was struggling. Mm, you're dude. down bad, bad. Yeah, dude. My my heart rate was like almost stalling out. It was like one beat per second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one beat per minute. Yeah, I was dude. just like flatline. <laughs> and um yeah, dude, I was like about to flatline anything other than that. If I, t- if I take a deep breath, I would have flatlined.
0: Well, <laughs> that's scary, dude. You had, like, your your stomach was learning how to juggle all those meatballs. Yeah, truly. Damn, like a... Must have felt like a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so uh, much. You're welcome. <laughs> Fucking
1: hell. Wow. Well, Ty, uh, what, where do we go from here? Like, are we going to... I mean, I honestly think we deserve a break from Subway. Um, not, you know verbally just um you know culinarily i'm not going to be eating subway for at least a few weeks i just need to take a break
0: i don't buy that one bit i think (laughs) you're next week it's entirely possible
1: it's entirely possible i do have some coupons left over
0: Mm -hmm. um
1: we even copped a six pack of cookies that's how fucking that's how committed to the game we are
0: makes sense we're pulling up to the function later tonight uh when you roll up to any event with a pack of subway cookies (laughs) people just Treat you differently, you know, in a good way. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yeah, they're they're happy to see you. Um, yeah, we're we're seeing a coworker that got fired from Subway, so it's a nice little gag gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, comes a, a real full circle moment. Hey. Mm-hmm. She must have been fired from Subway when they had the old branding.
0: Whoa. Accurate days. <laughs> yeah. Real deli days for me. Accurate days, yeah. days for Drake. Yeah. Um that's crazy fucking hell man i I wonder how subways changed like internally since the new branding was rolled out because your store design is so much cleaner that like aesthetically that i'd actually imagine that their cleaning protocol would have to be completely revamped in order to maintain that facade because like the old branding you could fucking like stick a tomato slice on the wall and you wouldn't even notice it would just like blend in with the uh, patina of the fake brick (laughs) It's like, wow, is this Brick's theme? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now if you did that, they'd think that someone got bloody murdered in there. I
1: really I really do want to know the Sailing Sunset evaluation of
0: a Subway franchise. <laughs> yes. Like, what's the commission on that? You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, I need Chrishell to do a walkthrough. I did watch a few episodes of the new <laughs> season of Sailing Sunset. I haven't finished it yet, so no spoilers. But I think it's really funny that they went from four seasons ago a real estate show to now like a show about Nick Cannon's baby mamas (laughs) like that's like such a hard pivot into Mm -hmm. like like we know where the cultural dialogue needs to go (laughs) yeah I mean the culture was begging for it you know the Mm -hmm. the streets were
1: asking um what's the Selling Sunset take on Nick Cannon Mm -hmm. and Thank God they did, because I think this was the best season yet. And it's kind of like, it says a lot about real estate.
0: It really does. Like, no one cares about closing the deal. We just want (laughs) you to open your mouth about behind the scenes with Mr. Cannon.
1: Yeah, I know. I want to know what it's like to have a baby daddy with nine other
0: kids. Dude, it's crazy. It's like the Duggars, but reality TV in LA. Yeah.
1: I mean, no spoiler, but that theme continues throughout the show and is kind of like the main plot line. And it's overtaken any of those um, Hidden Hills <laughs> estates.
0: I they ha- of they haven't walk- walked through a master bedroom in the last five episodes, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're only walking through the the crib at that point because there's lots of babies in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, not on camera, thankfully, but thank it's um, thank God. It is a probably the best season of this show that I've seen, um, mm. waiting on that How Original episode
0: yeah shout out to selling (laughs) sunset and how original the collab that we need to see happen Mm -hmm. um yeah dude i'm excited to like close out the season and (laughs) see where it goes the characters are obviously absolutely esoteric uh Mm -hmm. the houses are beautiful and the drama is juicy Mm -hmm. much like a cucumber slice Mm -hmm, exactly Mm -hmm. the um primary bedroom is
1: large the titties are large. Mm-hmm. Um, what else can you really ask for?
0: Yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I really think that they've done a good job also. I'll just, one more point before we move on from this topic of like <laughs> expanding on just the general lore surrounding every single personality on the show. Yeah. Like you really get to know their backstory and like who they who they're with, what they do, who are they connected to. And it's just fascinating because every character has like a really... Um, unique set of uh, just historic traits. Like if they're baseball cards, they'd be pretty wacky. <laughs> um, so <Yeah. laughs> I just I just think that's really interesting.
1: Yeah, that is true. I want that. I want the Heather rookie card, you know, before she got pregnant. Yeah, dude. Um, That'd be rare. Um, my same, the same father-in-law who is afraid of spicy food is like a huge fan of the show. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he said something along the lines of, I mean, we were watching it together as a family, and they panned over to one of the beautiful mansions, like thirty-three million dollars um, in the Hidden Hills, and he says, "This is why I watch this show." Oh yeah, because totally. of the home- and that's sure—that's
0: that, but... a requirement for
1: every male to say, mm, yeah. uh, when watching with their significant other. I watch mm. it for the interior design.
0: Yeah, dude, I just want to <laughs> see like how big is their in-home theater? <laughs> you know, that's it. Exactly. Exactly. Damn.
1: The, uh, the show is proof that I can focus on two things at once.
0: Caught uh, in your voice. Dude. Yeah. The amount of like beautiful homes in the Los Angeles area is really unprecedented. Homes uh, with, with no M. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're on top of it. I your, love the homes. Dude, I love the homes. Um, it makes me really think about how like, their construction worker game is very artistic. Like I, I, I was walking at your place today for this episode. there's construction workers running everywhere so much so that there should be a mobile subway parked right outside your building mm-hmm. um, and I thought about for a bit about how the construction worker and the subway are both a builder of sorts and perhaps one day they will unionize <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. definitely like quality of construction has to mean that your 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 bees your little beehive of workers they need to like fuck with the vision of what you're making whether it's sandwich artists or men in vests Mm -hmm. and i think about like a very like humble apartment like what we're in right now versus one (laughs) of those 33 million dollar homes that i want to beg in la (laughs) it's got an amenities room yeah you got an amenities, you got pool uh but (laughs) (laughs) um and how like the construction worker quality is probably a cut above. And therefore, I would assume that their taste in all types of builds must also be higher. Therefore, do, does the L.A. construction worker eat at Subway is where I'm going with this. I could have just wow. jumped to that from the beginning. Wow.
1: Um, and they don't, Ty. They eat at Breadhead,
0: L.A. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Breadhead, L.A. <laughs> uh,
1: Simple yeah. answer to a very long question. But mm-hmm. um, I truly think that's it, Ty. They don't go to Subway. They go to Air One. They
0: go to Breadhead, L.A. All these sweet green, all these great places like that. Yeah, damn, that's crazy, man. (laughs) It's so crazy, but whatever. Uh, All that matters is it's a a beautiful day. You and I should not be recording a podcast right now. We should be out in the world digesting Subway, perhaps some tennis.
1: Yeah, dude. Uh, We got to resume our tennis match. Um, I think I'm leading the all-time series.
0: Oh, whatever. I don't know about that, dude. The, the all-time Subway series. That's crazy.
1: Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bradettes, thank you for listening. It's been a whirlwind of an episode mm-hmm. of the whole 12 Inches. Mm-hmm. Um catching on the flip side, I guess.
0: Yeah, on the G flip side. Ciao.